Welcome to the Find Love After 40 podcast. I'm your host, Renee Suzanne. I'll be talking about all things dating after 40 so that you can find love faster and have a much better dating experience than I did. I went on over 100 first dates and learned everything the hard way before I finally met my husband on Tinder, so you don't have to. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today I have a very special treat for you. I am interviewing my friend and fitness coach, Joe Mettenberg of Couture Fitness. I found her through another podcast and she and her business partner, Allison, have their own podcast about upgrading your metabolism and repairing your metabolism after maybe years of wanting to lose weight, maybe damaging your metabolism with diet culture and just improving your body composition so that you can live your best life. And this really appealed to me because I struggled with gaining and losing the same weight and feeling like I couldn't even look at a single cookie or something without gaining weight. And I was about down to eating like a salad and some broccoli every day or something ridiculous and just feeling a bit out of control about my weight. And the the reason that I wanted to interview her because I think she's awesome and I'm working with her and Allison and I'm going to tell you more about what she does and we're going to talk about that. But I know that when you are out there dating, I hear a lot of times people come to me and say, well, I don't feel confident dating right now. I don't feel good in my skin. I don't know how I would feel about starting a relationship and having, you know, someone see my body. And I I know this, that is an important part of dating and something that I want you to feel good about. So I just brought Joe on here today for some real conversation about how she helps her clients like me and maybe like you to get into their best bodies and still live a wonderful, happy, productive, best life without doing any craziness. So thanks for coming on, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Yay. So what would, can you tell us very briefly, like how you came to this work a little bit about your own story and who needs to boost their metabolism? Sure. Um, yeah, so I, um, <laughs> through trial and error, so I, I would say that I am a, um, you know, self-diagnosed uh, yo-yo dieter. I um, name any diet, I could probably tell you all the details of it. Um, I I was always interested in fitness and nutrition, you know, even starting from high school. But then, you know, I think for most women, the only way that we have to channel that is by going on a diet. So um, I did Weight Watchers. That was like the first formal. Well, no, that's not true. That's not even that wasn't even my first diet. But my entire adult life basically was bouncing around from one diet to the next. Um, And I kind of just, it's it's a bit longer story than this, but I got myself into a situation where it just didn't matter what I did. It just seemed like my, I just couldn't lose weight. Um, I, you know, kind of like you mentioned, it was like, I would look, look at a brownie and, and gain weight and all of my tricks and all of my little things, you know, the diets just stopped working. And so, um, fortunately, um, this all kind of coincided with, um, 
I got into bodybuilding through actually through my business partner. She, um, she introduced me to that sport and I totally learned that I was everything I was doing was making it very hard to lose weight. And I learned what I need to be doing from a, um, from nutrition and exercise standpoint um, to really get my body into a good spot so that it was responsive. If I, if I, I don't do fad diets anymore, but if I want to lose weight, I know exactly what to do. My body will respond. I don't spend much time dieting anymore. Um, I eat a lot more than I ever did when I was doing the diets. I exercise in a very different way. Um, and basically, you know, what I did was basically I was investing in my metabolism. I learned how to invest in my metabolism so that it was working for me rather than against me. And, um, and so Allison, my, my co-partner or business partner, Allison and I, we both through the years, you know, women would ask us for help. Um, she is also a, an amateur bodybuilder. Um, and when you get into that sport, you, you start looking very different <laughs> than you did. Your after picture looks very different. And so both of us would have women approach us and say, Hey, you know, what'd you do? I want to do what you did. We would tell them exactly like, here's what you need to do to, you know, get this turned around, get your body responsive to the nutrition you're giving it. And it was like, everyone would do the opposite of what we told them to do. So we realized <laughs> um, that, you know, women need more support through this. This is not, you know, th this was something that women need coached through. So we started uh, couture fitness and lifestyle coaching. So what we do is we give women a simple personalized program for boosting their metabolism through nu nutrition and exercise. And I'll give you a hint. There's no other way to do that. There's no other way to speed up your metabolism metabolism other than through nutrition and exercise. There's no shot. There's no surgery that is going to boost your metabolism. So, um, so that's what we do. Uh, we also host a podcast called the boost your metabolism after age 30 podcast. So if any of this that we talk about today, uh, is, you know, makes you a little bit curious, go check out our podcast and we kind of break it all down in that podcast. Um, my partner, Allison, is a certified sports nutritionist. And like you, I am a certified life coach. Um, and like I mentioned, we are both also amateur bodybuilders and fitness competitors. So that's our background and that's what we do. Um, addressing your second question, who needs to boost their metabolism or who, who could stand to do that work? Um, honestly, I think anyone can optimize their metabolism through nutrition and exercise inputs. And, and when I'm saying metabolism, what I mean is like how much energy your body expends um, during a day. Um, that might sound gimmicky, but everyone has a metabolic rate to their body, that amount of calories that their body burns every day. So you can impact that. It's adaptable. Your metabolism is adaptable and you can change it through nutrition and exercise inputs. You can change it for the better or for the worse, depending on what you're doing with your nutrition and exercise um, habits. So I would say women who have chronically dieted probably have a down-regulated or slow metabolism. That's what happened to me um, and could definitely benefit from taking some time to invest in their metabolism. I would also say women who have not touched a dumbbell <laughs> in the near past or maybe in their adult life are also going to benefit from giving their metabolism some TLC. So. Um, but anyone, anyone, you can kind of optimize, like I said, your metabolism and anyone can do that. Um, and I think most women, if you're not regularly lifting weights, if you're not, 
if your nutrition is not on point, you, you probably can speed it up a little. That was so exciting to me because I thought after I, I knew that my metabolism was not optimized. I, I mean, I probably a lot of women feel this way. You know, you see if you're in a relationship, you know, my husband can eat circles around me. I, like he's got this mountain of food on his plate and I've got, you know, a mushroom or something. And uh, it was, it was just ridiculous. And I was like, I, I just felt so disempowered. And when, when I found your podcast, which I highly recommend, it, it was just like this beacon of hope, like, oh my goodness, there's something I can do about this. And that, that made me really excited. And even though, even though I'm, I'm a little bit older, I'm, you know, past, past my forties and, and in my fifties now. And I just thought, well, that was my lot in life. That was just something that I would have to live with and manage my life around. And it turns out not so much. So is it ever too late to create your dream body? Cause I get a lot of people coming to me saying, Oh, you know, it's too late for me to find my guy. It's too late for this. It's too late for that. And that's a refrain we hear a lot, you know, once you get in your forties or past your forties or fifties as well, you know, maybe that's for younger people. And I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe I can't do that at my age. Maybe that ship has sailed, but, um, is it, is it ever too late to create your dream body? No, no. And that's one of our main messages that it's, it really is never too late. Um, so I know every, you know, most women I talk to, or I would say most women who are past the age of 30, maybe have had a few children are sure that something terrible, you know, some terrible spell has been cast on their metabolism. <laughs> I hear that a lot, but honestly, your metabolism doesn't actually slow down on its own until you are in your 60s. So, it, you know, but even people in their 60s can speed up their metabolism to a certain extent. Um, for most people, again, until you hit your 60s, um, for most people, a slow metabolism is mostly tied to your lifestyle. Um, and creating also creating your dream body mostly comes down to your daily habits around nutrition and exercise. Now, of course, there are some people who are genetically gifted with a faster metabolism and sort of a great physique. Um, but for most people, it's about, it really is about your lifestyle. So I think similar to finding your dream guy, um, creating your dream body is just a matter of the things that you do day to day, your habits. Um, and you and I, you know, we both do a lot of coaching and people think that these are things attributable to luck, but it's just not true. It really is a matter of what energy you are putting towards achieving these things. And I will tell you, we have clients in their seventies who haven't dieted their entire adult lives, maybe have done Weight Watchers or something like that, literally their entire adult lives. And we have improved their body composition, helped them build muscle and lose body fat, um, eating more than they have in their entire adult lives. So um, personally for me, um, I look better now. I'm almost 50 um, and I look better now than I did in my thirties. Um, my body composition is better. Um, I'm eating a lot more. I have much more muscle on my body, a lot less body fat. Um, and I've now competed in three fitness competitions and I didn't get started till I was in my forties. So it really is what you do. And I, I compete most of the women that I compete with, I didn't compete this year, but are women that are 
didn't get started until they were in their 50s. Most of my teammates are in their 50s and they, you would die to have their bodies. <laughs> now it's a lot of work, um, <laughs> you know, but it, it is possible. And you don't have to be a fitness competitor to have a great body. That's the other, we're not, you know, our program is not about creating fitness competitors. That's just the background Allison and I have, but you know, I've seen the power of habits. That's for sure. That is so cool. So you have, so you didn't get started until you were in your forties. So you've been in this less than 10 years and you've, you're competing in these fitness competitions with, with other women who are in their forties, fifties and beyond. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, um, and I didn't, I sort of stumbled into this. <laughs> um, I was, I worked with um, a good friend of mine had done a fitness competition and she and my now business partner, Allison came to me and they're like, Hey, let's go, let's do a fitness competition together. We'll all use the same coach. It'll be fun. Um, and I was like, Oh, okay. I mean, I had kind of done similar. I had done marathons. I had done half marathons. I had kind of done extreme sports before. So this was just, I, I didn't know, I didn't realize like what I was doing would like change everything forever. Um, and so I just, it just changed everything about how I ate, how I exercised, um, changed my body completely. Um, and I learned so much. So, so yeah, I did not get started. I think I was 42 or 43. Okay. Maybe. Um, yeah, but I will also say like, I never looked back. I mean, once I, you know, kind of let go of the diets, the bad diets, you know, um, realized, learned how to fuel my body in an appropriate way for what I was asking of it for the activity level um, I was engaged in. I was, you know, I never wanted to go back. So I think, you know, it's that kind of thing you come for the vanity and stay for the sanity. Nice. Yeah, for sure. So what's the benefit of boosting your metabolism and what does that have to do with building your dream body? Like, let's just say that, um, why would you pick this approach to build your dream body rather than maybe some of the other things that are out there that might, that might be more marketed as a quick fix or something like that? Why would you pick this? Sure. So the direct benefit, most people want to boost their metabolism, or I would say the direct benefit is that if you have a faster metabolism, um, you're going to be burning more calories every day. It's going to make losing weight much easier. Um, and it's also going to make it easier to maintain your weight, which is good because, you know, most of us aren't doing manual labor anymore. So, you know, most of us have a somewhat sedentary lifestyle. We are surrounded by high calorie processed foods, <laughs> alcohol. So, you know, you, you can, it's hard to avoid that totally, you know, those sorts of foods and drinks totally, if you want to have a social life or, um, you know, ever go out to eat. So having a faster metabolism is just going to make it easier for you to lose weight and maintain your weight. But I will also say um, that, you know, in terms of what this has to do with building your dream body, Number one, it's going to be very hard to build, you know, a body you love if your metabolism is in the gutter, because it's going to be very, very hard to lose much body fat if you are, you know, if your metabolism is limping along. Um, it just is hard to get into a calorie deficit. It's hard to get your body to tap into fat body fat stores if you are, you know, barely burning any calories naturally. Um, 
But also practically speaking, a person with a fast metabolism is going to have a lot of muscle on their body. So that's one hint I'll give you. Speeding up your metabolism has to do with putting muscle on your body. So um, you're also going to have improved body composition, which means less body fat and more muscle. And so when you you know, are flipping through the magazine and see the picture of the amazing looking fitness model or, you know, person looking great in their sports bra and shorts or in their bikini. I mean, that's that they, they are lean. <laughs> they have great body composition. They're lean. They don't have a lot of body fat on their body. Most of them have a bit of muscle. And so that that's the look most people are going for. So those are the direct benefits. I would, I would say vanity is probably why most people want to boost their metabolism. But I will say that there are all sorts of indirect benefits that you're going to gain just by engaging in the process of boosting your metabolism. So you are going to have more muscle on your body. That means you're going to be stronger. Um, having more muscle on your body has so many health, it's healthy benefits. Like, you know, they say muscle is the organ of longevity. It really is. Um, it's going to help prevent diabetes. Um, it's going to help prevent Alzheimer's, just all sorts of um, things that are going to come along with adding muscle to your body. You're going to have healthier bones from the sorts of exercise that we have you do. Um, most of our clients improve their blood markers, meaning like cholesterol, all the things that you get worked up about when you get your annual blood test. Um, you're gonna probably have more energy your skin's going to look better, less cellulite, tighter skin. Um, and then I will say like, when it comes to dating now, I, I, I'm married, I, I haven't dated in a long time, but um, more confidence. I mean, there is a direct link between lifting weights and improved confidence um, more than any other exercise out there. There is like research has shown it that if you start lifting weights, you, you will become more confident. So all sorts of side benefits. Um, I would say the direct benefits are just mainly managing weight and then, you know, looking better in your skin. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know if you've uh, experienced any of these benefits yet um, from working with us. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, it's funny. Um, I used to, you know, flip through the the magazines and think, oh, well, if I just lost, you know, that last 10 pounds that I would look like that. And I did get to my goal weight and I did not look like that. I, mm -hmm. I was, you know, a smaller version of my skinny fat self. And I was like, wait a minute, I don't look like that. And um, I kind of, I like being strong and it's, and it is fun mm -hmm. to be confident. And as, as a person above a certain age, I have a mom who is, you know, running up against some health issues and recently broke a hip. And I'm thinking, I don't, I don't want that to be my future. I want to build muscle. Yes, I want to look good. And I definitely want to be confident, but I also want to be healthy and strong. And, you know, we're all going to get older if we're lucky. And it's a matter of, of how, you know, can, can we be healthy? Can we be our best self? I want to be healthy and strong. And I definitely want to look good. And also uh, the thing about dating too, is men love women who have dreams in life, who have goals, who are up to something in life. And this is a great thing to be up to caring for yourself, mm -hmm. living your best life, building your best body. That's hot, not just physically, <laughs> but from a mental standpoint, being up to something in this world and taking the best, most amazing care of yourself 
possible is really inspiring to a lot of people. And even if it's just inspiring to you when you do this for yourself, that's a great reason to do it, to care for your own body. It's a form of self-love. And we teach people how to treat us by how we treat ourselves. So having that confidence and investing the time and resources in taking care of our health and lifting those weights and being confident is that's an investment we make in in ourselves physically and emotionally because you're right I do I do believe there is an emotional component to it and and the confidence and self-care of it for sure absolutely I mean in, in probably ways that we can't even imagine I mean you carry yourself differently the thing that I'm always a standard out this does I mean is, you know, I'll look at before and after pictures of our clients, like their posture is totally different. Part of that is because their backs are stronger. <laughs> so they can literally stand up straight and carry themselves um, in a different way, but it affects everything. It really does. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So we were talking a little bit about, um, about how we, how we build habits and getting to your, creating your dream through a four-step process. Would you mm -hmm. like to tell us a bit about that? Yeah. So I kind of just thought of this really, I mean, we, we, you know, since working with you, I mean, one thing I've realized having as having you as a client in our program, um, I, I, you did your consult call with me and we ended up talking, I don't know, for a long time, maybe an hour or so. <laughs> Once we both realized we were um, certified as life coaches through the same program and had coaching businesses. But um, as we were talking about our respective coaching programs, and then as you've come to coaching calls in our program, um, I just think there are a lot of commonalities in building your dream anything, whether that's your dream business, finding your dream man, your dream boat, or creating your dream body. So I definitely think like you can kind of distill it down to a process um, and just get going on it. So, um, I would say step one of the, of the process is just getting really clear about what your dream is. Like, what exactly are you dreaming of? Um, and, and as I go through these, I would love to hear, you know, your thoughts on this as it relates to dating. <laughs> Again, there are so many parallels. Um, that's the but, first step in my program too. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, so you just have to get very clear as to what it is you actually want. I think from an energetic standpoint, um, so a lot of people, especially when it comes to weight and their body, you'll be like, oh, I've got to lose, you know, 30 pounds or have this size waist, but energetically just spend a little bit of time thinking about how it is you're going to feel, um, or what it is you think you're going to achieve when you create your dream body or when you meet your dream boat or when you have your dream business, um, how is it that you want to feel in your dream body? Do you want to, you know, for sure when it comes to, um our physiques I mean you can build a dream body but it can be a nightmare to keep up do you want to do this in a way that you can never go out to eat do you want to do this in a way is it your dream life that yes you may weigh whatever you think this you know the number you were the day you got married you know the first time or when you graduated from high school like if you're <laughs> you're a 50 number one we do a lot of coaching on just forget the scale let go of the number but you, you can do that and do it in a way that you will never be able to go out to eat again if you want to maintain that weight. Or 
You can do it by spending three hours a day in the gym. You know, it can be a dream body, but it can be a total nightmare to keep up. Is that what you really want? And you can feel terrible, physically terrible, tired, depleted, um, having no energy, you know. So what is it that, how do you want to feel in your body? How do you, um, you know, what, what is it that you're looking to create? You know, good energy. And I, I'm here to tell you, you can have great energy, feel healthy, have amazing skin, amazing hair, but, and also have your dream body. I mean, look better than you ever thought you could. <laughs> um, but depending on what you want, that's going to dictate how you go about it. Um, I would imagine like in dating, you know, like instead of saying, I need a six foot two guy with brown hair and blue eyes, you know, probably, you know, let's get behind that a little bit. You know, you probably are really just going for connection with another human, maybe companionship, <laughs> um, someone you're attracted to, um, rather than, oh, it has to come in this package of, you know, a certain height, hair color, that kind of thing. So I think like building the dream body is the same thing. People think, oh, it has to be away this much. I have to have, you know, a 23 inch waist or something ridiculous. <laughs> um, whereas, you know, if you can get behind again, like how you want to feel, um, and I, most people want to feel attractive. That's, that's fine. You can have that too. Um, but like, if you can get behind all the things that you're, you think this will help you accomplish, then you can really get to work and, and create something that you really want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how you want to so, feel is, is a big deal. Because at the end of the day, I, in dating, I call them like the, the three sixes, the six feet tall, six pack abs, and he makes six figures and, <laughs> you know, and he might look perfect on paper, but how do you feel with this guy? Are you mm -hmm. constantly on pins and needles wondering when he's going to call? Is he dating three other women and you're hoping to win out among those people? As he told you, he's not looking for anything serious, but he'll just hang out with you. Those things don't, if you can't have the relationship you want, then none of the other things matter. It's about the relationship you want. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. And yeah. I think with your body, it's, yeah. Like how do you, how do you want to feel in your body? Do you want to feel good? Do you want to have good energy? Um, and, you know, let, let, let's start there. <laughs> and, and, but you can create, you know, how you want to look also from, from that, but like, let's do it in a way that's also going to give you a lifestyle that you want. Yeah. Yeah. So it's more about the whole package than yeah. the stats, if you will. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So I would say um, step two is finding a mentor. So once you've gotten clear about your dream, uh, find someone who's done what you are seeking to do. So that could be a podcaster, podcaster, a blogger, an author, um, and I think start listening carefully for the habits or daily activities that these people recommend you engage in to achieve the results that you want. I'm not saying that you have to go hire a coach. You can totally do this for free, um, especially in this day and age. You can find a blogger, a podcaster, an author who you that resonates with you and get going. I, I think I first experienced this. Um, this was before having a coaching business, any of this stuff was in my ether at all. But um, my husband and I had um, gone through a, um, sorry, if I have someone working on my yard. So they just started chainsawing, it sounds like. <laughs> 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 my apologies if, if it's loud. But, um, but 
so my husband and I, he, my husband had kind of gone through a business divorce for lack of a better explanation. And um, it was scary, you know, financially, I, it was scary. I thought that it, there were times when I thought we were going to lose our financial security. And so I remember thinking at the time, like, I don't ever want to feel this way again. I want to make sure our house is paid off. Um, I think our cars were paid off at the time, but I, I want no debt. I want no personal debt. And so I started listening to Dave Ramsey. I found his podcast and I started, I binge listened to him. And I will just say that, I mean, I started listening to him. I didn't immediately start doing everything he said, but you know, I, little by little, it started impacting my decision-making and how I thought about finances and how I prioritized spending and when we went out to eat and things like that. And I will say within two years, we had, we had our house paid off. Now I would have never thought to do that, you know, and certainly I might have thought, Oh, I want to pay off my house. But I think it was listening to that podcast every day, sometimes multiple times a day um, that helped me get there. I mean, I just, his judgment got into my head. Um, so you want to, and I love listening. He would have guests on who had paid off their debt and they would explain how they did it. So I think you can just find someone that you trust who's figured it out and you want them in your ear in your social media feed. And you want to be listening to them every day because you're going to start learning by osmosis. Um, you know, I just started listening to your podcast because again, I'm, I'm married, but I like to give my daughter dating advice and I want to give her good dating advice. And I've learned so much. Like there were so, there's so much that you said, like, I felt like, oh my gosh, if I, I would listen, if I were dating, I would totally binge listen to your podcast. I mean, you just changes your judgment and how you approach things. Um, you just start learning and doing differently. And before you know it, you are doing the thing. <laughs> um, I know when I started my coaching business, I found two or three life coaches, they weren't necessarily fitness coaches, but who were building their business. And that's how I learned, you know, what to do on social media. And you just start thinking like that person that you want to become. Um, so like I said, you, this can be totally free. It's just a matter of sort of the content that you're consuming and um, you're learning how to create this result in your life. Yeah. It's such a time saver. I, I binged on your podcast too. And I just, you're the, only one that I could find who was saying these things. Uh, everything else I was doing or had learned was about how to manage what you already had. You were like, you had the message of actually repairing your metabolism, which I mm -hmm. found exciting and life-changing. Everything else I had um, learned before was more about managing you know, what you could eat while mm -hmm. working out and trying well, to burn it off and, and, and accepting how, you know, the way things how are not to and, eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really, I loved your podcast. I totally binged on your, on your podcast too. Yeah. So I think you just start getting that person in your ear and hopefully, you know, it has to be someone you trust and you really believe what they're saying. And hopefully there's so, you know, there's so much, um, so many people are doing like value-based marketing these days that people, you know, they're, they're sharing, they're, they're spilling their secrets. And so hopefully they will explain the science behind it or the strategy behind it. And you can really inform yourself. Um, and I mean, that is how I've learned everything about fitness. I mean, I've had some good coaches along the way, but I have literally probably consumed hundreds of hours of information from leading nutritionists, dietitians, 
bodybuilders in this space to learn everything I know. And I really do. I have a very deep well of knowledge um, about this subject. And it's just from investing time, working out, listening to, you know, different fitness podcasts. And I still listen to probably five or seven different people in this field to keep learning. So you're never really done. Um, and yeah, you just have to start learning what to do. Love it. Love it. Um, so then I would say step three, I call this, you may have a different term for it. I'm kind of tough love. Um, so sometimes the way I say things isn't, <laughs> but I think get, you've got to get out of fantasy land and into action. So once you start learning what it is you are supposed to be doing or what, to, what the daily habits are for whatever, you know, whatever result it is you want to create, I think this is where self-limiting beliefs can really start to veer in and you can start spinning stories like, well, you know, I shouldn't have to go on a bunch of dates to meet a guy or if even if I start working out, it's not really going to change anything. My body's not going to change. Um, so I think what happens is when you first get started building your dream, whatever, you know, it's not going to feel very successful. You'll start practicing the habits, but the results will still feel a million miles away. So it's definitely this way with losing weight and building your dream body. Um, I, I imagine dating too. You don't go work out once and have your dream body. You don't go on one day, usually and meet your dream boat. You know, in the business world, you don't put one post on Instagram and sell out your coaching program. So, um, but I think, you know, this we feels like we're putting a ton of energy into creating this new result. And then when it doesn't immediately happen, we start telling ourselves, oh, we're different. The results we want aren't attainable. And then fill in the blank. We're too old. We have bad genetics. Yes. We're different. Yes. Yes. We're unlucky yes. in love. We don't have time for this. But you know, somehow we're the unicorn that this isn't going to work for. And I call this fantasy thinking because frankly, like you can have great genetics, like, you know, you can have great genetics. You still have to do the work to have your dream body. Um, you can be beautiful and have a wonderful personality. You are not going to meet your dream boat sitting on the couch watching Netflix. Um, you have to put yourself in a place to meet people. So I, I'm sure we can all think of people who we perceive to have gotten lucky, but I think this is not the rule at all. Um, if it, I don't even know that it's the exception. We often, again, put these fantasy thoughts on, oh, she's skinny and, you know, because she just has great genetics. Well, you don't know how often that person goes to the gym. <laughs> um, you, you don't know. I mean, um, you or you might see someone who seems to have a great husband and just thinks she landed him. You don't know how many dates she went on to meet that person. You also don't know what's going on behind closed doors. So, And even if the they were lucky, even if they were, that does... Okay, let's say they were they were totally lucky and it's just not fair. Life's not fair. Are you going to let that keep you from your dream? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's just a fact of life. To bring about change, you have got to get to work. Mm -hmm. And so I, I do think this is where step two, finding a mentor is really helpful because a good, if you find a good resource in the area of, you know, whatever you want to create, you they should be normalizing the experience for you. So you won't yeah. feel so alone um, and telling you what to expect and, and what's happening. Um, but I think it's also where a coach can really help you because they will tell you objectively what's really going on. They will keep you from making excuses for not going on dates. Um, they will tell you like, Hey, you are not working out on a consistent enough basis to see any real results or 
your nutrition is all over the place. You know, you're, you're confusing your body. <laughs> you're not going to see the results until X, Y, and Z happen. Or you know what, you've got great habits in this area. We need to tweak this a little bit. And, you know, these are the results that you should expect. So, um, you know, but you, you, I think it's just the old adage, like the brain that got you to where you are is not going to get you into the new place. And so, or the habits that you had, you know, if there's change is going to have to happen and change is not comfortable for anyone, but you, you got to get into action. For sure. Yeah. And I think normalizing things is, is huge. Like I, I have, you know, sometimes my clients will be like, well, I've talked to this many guys. I've been logging on a Tinder every day. I've, I'm seeing this. I'm seeing that this guy ghosted me. I'm all like normal. This is normal. Mm -hmm. You There's wonderful men out there who want to meet you. They're looking for you. You've got to keep showing up and just normalizing that normalizing how much effort it really takes to get that result you want. And I know um, since we've been working together, I have been working out four times a week and I have, I have not skipped my workouts. I know if I did, I would just get back on the horse and start mm -hmm. the next day or, or even that day or whatever, but just consistency of habits for probably way longer than you think it ought to take. Absolutely. I mean, in my hope for everyone, maybe not dating, but kind of in a way, because, you know, what I always tell our clients is like, don't, don't worry about the results. Try and try to just fall in love with the lifestyle. Learn to love the habits because then you will do it regardless of the results. You will ultimately get way more <laughs> than you ever signed up for. I mean, if you can make these habits a part of your life. Um, I have to imagine like going on dates and stuff. This is just a matter of putting yourself out in the world. So if you can get in that habit, maybe that means once you found your dream guy, it means you go for a bigger job or you go on interviews that you wouldn't have otherwise, like you just put yourself out in the world. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think for any of this, if you can just get in the habit of not getting so obsessed with the results and getting into action for the sake of getting into the action because it's the right thing to do it's the healthy thing to do um you're going to be just so much happier with what it is you create so um yeah for sure um which kind of leads me to my next step um the fourth step which is you've got to get ex you know kind of expect and get comfortable with failure and rejection whenever yes. you're creating something new so yes, dating that's going to be a rejection <laughs> And building your dream body, it's going to be the scale, not cooperating or going down as fast as you think it should. Or, you know, again, being upset because your dream body doesn't appear after a few workouts. Um, if you're building your dream business, it's going to be, you know, probably all of the above. I don't know if you've experienced this, but I feel like I experience rejection, vulnerability, a sense of failure on a regular basis. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. It's so funny. I um you hear this, this is supposed to be a demoralizing statistic that I I forget mm -hmm. what percentage of businesses fail. It's a very high percentage, and um I don't recall what it is, but I'm like, no, it's even higher. A hundred percent of businesses fail. A hundred percent on the regular. If you're up to anything in this world, you're failing. Yeah. Yeah, I would be curious to know, like, if I'm a dating, like, how many dates end up in nothing, probably a, a very high percentage, you know, like, yeah, 
don't result I, in marriage. Or my like, own experience. You know. Yeah, I went on over 100 first dates and over 300 dates overall. And uh, yeah, and that doesn't even count the number of weird messages and emails and crazy people and goofy things happening and all of that. The, there were some things that happened to me that were not enjoyable. And when I was walking down the aisle to marry my dream man who I met on Tinder, I wasn't, I didn't care about any of it. Didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. I mean, I think when the, those things are happening, um, it just feels like you're just expending all this energy and time for nothing, like with lots of trying for no results. And it's not true. You are building habits and effort or the ha basically the effort from those habits are going to compound and eventually create something. Um, and but, you're learning. Yeah, mm -hmm. You're learning. I learned a lot in your program too. Yeah, I, that was, I know that's what I, I forgot what I was going to say, but it's that like, you know, the equivalent of like a hundred first dates and, and the work that you do with us is, you know, if you are losing weight, it will literally be by grams a day. It's immeasurable. It takes time. Um, and building muscle is even harder. It's harder to build, you know, it takes more um, sustained effort to build five pounds of muscle. It can take a year. Um, not for everyone, especially if you've not lifted weights in a long time or had great nutrition in a long time, you could, but once you get to a certain point, like it, it can take an entire year to build a few pounds of muscle. And so it really is microscopic, the changes, but, um, but the, the, the results do compound on each other. And what, what else are you going to be doing with your time sitting right. around pining away for what it is you want and not taking any action towards it? But I do think, I think that feeling of vulnerability, rejection, feeling like a failure, it can be very painful. And um, you can, I mean, most people just tell themselves like something has gone very wrong here. Um, and so you just have to learn to, I think you have to expect it. And then it doesn't feel like everything is going wrong. <laughs> and again, I think this is where a coach can be very helpful. Again, they can normalize the process help you course correct if you are truly off course. Um, but it's hard to be objective when you are feeling so, you know, so bad about the rejection and, and, um, and failure. And, and not that anyone wants to feel that way, but I think it is part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. So did you, in your own journey, did you ever feel like you just had failed and it was all for nothing and you were going to just dive head first into a bowl of cookie dough or something or what what was that like for you yeah so I think when I first got started again I was lucky in that you know I had again two friends that said hey we're gonna do this contest together <laughs> so I was I wasn't I don't even know I've been trying to remember back I mean I just like showed up and I remember the first consultation with the coach she, like she took my measurements and my body fat and stuff and and she was she was like oh you know she said you're going to be my fitness barbie so i was like okay this is kind of exciting she can see something i can't see she was like we're gonna she told me like this is my goal body fat percentage for you and you know kind of was like we're gonna put some shoulders on you and you know and so i was excited um and i think because i, I those weren't my expectations. I, I don't know how to explain. It. I didn't know what to expect. I just was like, I'm going to show up and let someone else figure this out. And I do remember thinking, okay, what I'm willing to do here is to optimize my nutrition and my exercise habits and just see what happens. 
And um, so I didn't, I wasn't like, oh, I'm, I have to lose this amount of weight. That, that was really helpful to me not to have any expectations. And even though she said words to me that were very encouraging, like, you know, you're going to be my fitness Barbie. <laughs> so if, if you're not watching this, I, I, I'm like five, eight and have blonde hair and blue eyes. So not that I look that much like Barbie, but this is what she was saying. Um, so, um, so I was encouraged. I kind of, I think I surrendered. I think that's what that was called when I just was like, okay, I'll just do whatever she tells me to. I think it was after the show. So, I mean, so it was six months. I worked my rear off, um, but I fell in love with the process. Then after the show, uh, reality came veering in. It was like, okay, you're not, you don't, you know, when you are doing a show, like you are at your lowest body fat percentage ever. Like that, that's not permanent. Like you, you have to gain weight after that. So I think that's where, and I dig myself in a little bit of trouble. Like I didn't get my calories back up. I didn't get my nutrition back up. And then it got really hard. Then my body kind of started fighting me. So that's, and it's easy to start telling yourself stories like, oh, of course my body, you know, of course my body's failing me again. Of course it's refusing to lose weight. Of course it's gaining weight, you know. Well, no, I mean, I was I was being stubborn and not doing what I needed to um, in terms of eating more um, and doing some other things that I needed to do. Um, but um, so that that's probably where um, I experienced it the most was after I had the big result. Um, not necessarily listening to my coach. <laughs> okay. So yeah, yeah. But I think, you know, in terms of like your body, you know, like I, I know we all want to look like the fitness model picture. That's not really, you know, you can get close to that. But you know, what we teach is like, you, you have to learn how to like, maintain your body, you can't always be on a diet. Um, and so I think that is where we just, I think women, I, I don't know. And maybe it's just me because I, and again, was very much into dieting culture. It's like, just seems like we should always be trying to lose weight. Yeah. And so to be like, no, that's, you're just going to for most of the year now, you know, I kind of achieved what I needed to. You're just going to focus on being healthy and being at a healthy body fat percentage and giving your body a break. I, that, you know, I kind of resisted for a while. That, that, that was the goal wasn't to always be on a diet. I know that probably sounds weird because dieting is so miserable, but um, it just was, my brain was just so programmed to like, life will always be better if you lose five more pounds. Um, sure. And I was not, I did not have an eating disorder. I was not like underweight. I was not anorexic. It's just, that's what I, that's what I learned from dieting my entire adult life. It's kind of a lifestyle. I feel like it's mm -hmm. that's just sort of the knee jerk thing. And, and then mm -hmm. when I know, um, when I was single and in my dating journey, it was like, I called it like my defining problem. Like would the world just stop once I didn't have this problem anymore? It was, mm -hmm. it, was it was just sort of the center of my life was how am I going to figure out this dating thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I can see that. And I think, yeah, I do think we get fixated on a problem or, um, or something. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It seems like there's one of them, like for maybe for some people it's dating for other people, it's like the diet or the dream body. And and now you and I are both experiencing, I think building our dream business, building, like the building business, my dream. For sure. Yeah. So, 
I remember when I was going through certification, I couldn't have imagined, you know, I have a pretty much fully booked coaching business. I never dreamed I would have a podcast. Um, like we are doing really well, even by standards I would define doing really well by, but lo and behold, my life isn't perfect and the business isn't perfect. Like I still am troubleshooting things. I mean, there are, I'm still figuring things out every day. Um, and that's just the nature of life. I think, I mean, it's even when we get what we want, it's not easy street. <laughs> not, yeah. not that life is miserable, but there is nothing is ever like solved forever. I mean, we're always working on something, I think. As long as you're working on something, I think that's, that's true. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I did get married. You did get to your goal in fitness and started a business mm -hmm. from it. And, and then most people who are, you, you, there's always something new to aim for. I think desires are what get us out of bed in the morning. I think like whatever your desires are, are like homework assignments from the universe. And they're there to help you move further in your life. And whether it's finding love, getting your dream body, starting a dream business, you know, hitting a career milestone, whatever it is, doing everything you can to achieve that just because you want it, it, it might be hard. And then when you do achieve it, you're probably going to want something else and that's okay. Yeah. It probably is the universe's way of making us do hard things. Yeah. <laughs> Which is exactly. good for all of us. Exactly. <laughs> so so where can where can our listeners find you and learn all about what you are up to, Joe? Yeah. So like I mentioned, we do have um the Booster Metabolism After Age 30 podcast. Um that's on all the places you would find podcasts, um, Apple, Spotify those sorts of things. And then um, our, we are on Instagram at Couture Fitness Coaching. And um, you can also check out our website, um, couturefitnesscoaching.com. Hopefully you can leave links to all these things in your show notes. I will. Um, but that is where um, on our website, we have lots of blog posts. We have lots of like recipes, menus, things like that. Um, that's a great free resource as well. Um, right now we do have a free mini course called the real reason that you can't lose weight. And then, um, in July, um, so our one-on-one -on -one coaching program, we run on the quarters. And so we are, um, probably by the time this podcast airs, we'll be enrolling in that. Um, and so I really recommend that if you want to solve, you feel like your metabolism is in the gutter and you want someone else to figure out what you need to do to, um, tell you exactly what to do that that one-on-one -on -one coaching program um, really is you know kind of our signature coaching package so we will you will have a coach um, you have a coach <laughs> uh, just like Renee um, who will um, I don't know maybe you can describe what it's what the one-on-one -on -one coaching package like from from the client experience what you get with that and what your coach does for you and yeah, all really the other components fun. of I the program a... I have a weekly check-in with my coach who is coach Hillary. She's fantastic. And I, I'm very careful to fill in all my data so that she can really dial things in for me. And because once what gets measured gets improved. So mm -hmm. she tells me what my macros are and I do my best to stick to them. Um, I have a step goal. I have four workouts 
uh, a week that Hillary designed for me and she checks in with me every week and I can always reach out to her when I have any questions at all and she is happy to help me. She's she's really amazing. And then we get um, two calls a week. There's the Mind Over Macros call, um, which is currently on Sunday evenings and then the Saturday morning open coaching call that I can usually make it to. And then there's the Wednesday Wisdom. There's a private podcast that drops. So mm -hmm. really, it's a really robust program for and and it's a huge value for for what you what you guys charge it's it's a huge value I think yeah yeah and I our goal really is to teach you I mean you should leave that program with quite a bit of nutritional literacy um, know what to do in the gym if you really want to move the needle on how you look <laughs> and um and you know how your body performs I would say um no more guessing around or or we get from a lot of clients will say like well I I go to the gym I would like to look like I go to the gym so um we will tell you what to, you should be doing in the gym um <laughs> and yeah like down to um you know the number of steps you should be taking every day so it, that's in our one-on-one -on -one coaching program like you will get a coach who will tell you exactly what to do um, so we are now enrolling for that. And if you have any questions about that, you can go, um, we'll leave a link in the show notes for that. You can go reserve a spot. Um, or if you have questions, um, you can get on a consult call with us, which I, I recommend anyway. Um, we are a as far away from like high pressure sales as you can get. <laughs> if we don't think you're a good fit for the program or, you know, for some reason it wouldn't work for you, we'll just tell you and and give you some other resources. Um, so, uh, I, I, again, I would definitely recommend getting on a coaching call and we'll talk about your dieting history and kind of your nutritional habits and your exercise habits. And I can tell you where we would go with you in the one-on-one -on -one coaching program. So, um, so that's, um, that's really how you can work with us. We do have a $79 do it yourself course. Um, you started that way with us, Renee. Um, it, it kind of takes you through a lot of, um, what our coaches would take you through is just you you are in charge of implementing it and kind of figuring things out. But we, we give you all the information that in theory you can do that. Um, it's a really way to good way, I think, to ease into it <laughs> and start learning everything. Um, and then, you know, if you feel like you need more support, you can apply the cost of that to a one-on-one -on -one coaching program. So we'll leave links to all of that in our show notes. Yes, yes. I will put that in the show notes. And um, and it was it was a really good course. So I took that and did my own reverse in the course before I joined your coaching program. So thank you again for coming on. I'm going to link to, I'm going to link Joe's information in the show notes so that you can check her out. She's amazing. I highly recommend that you check her out. And the consult call, if you choose to sign up for one is super fun. She will, she will tell you what is going on with you, give you some solid advice and recommendations. And she definitely will not twist your arm. It was, it was just a super fun chat. And I really loved um, the advice she gave me. So definitely check out that consult call and, and talk to Joe about your, your nutrition and, and she will definitely answer any questions you have. So thanks again for coming on. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah, like we said, it's never too late. Never awesome. too late so, yes. okay. All okay. right. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to Find Love After 40. If you enjoyed this show, please be sure to hit subscribe and leave me a review. Your reviews help other women find this show. If you'd like to know more about my coaching program, head over to my website at reneesuzannecoaching.com.